Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, presented by Omaha, the head-to-head competition where we explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And Katie, I am in a great mood because the gambling god finally took the boot off my neck, (laughs) at least for a night, allowed me to make a little money and take the lead on you, 8.6 to 2.1. Katie, what kind of mood are you in? I'm in a great mood. I mean, you know what? Wins and losses. You know, it's a long season. It's a long contest between you and I, you know. It's like, also, I feel like with what we do too, you go on so many different programs and you put bets out there and sometimes you're winning in one program and you're losing in the last program. I mean, obviously in this, the Monday show for us here, I put a lot on Puka. um, And, you know, maybe we were a little bit late to the Puka party and that probably could be it because he was double teamed, triple teamed. Uh, You know, he got over his regular receiving line. Uh, but then of course we bumped it up uh, to a hundred. Didn't get there. I think he was at 71 or 72. Tough night for Puka, tough night for um, the Rams. The offense just really couldn't get anything going. And it seemed like finally the Bengals, they started moving Jamar Chase around, started getting that clicking uh, and that did not work out in our favor. But you know what? Win some, you lose some. You got to brush it off and get your head back in the game. That is the beauty of as much as you and I wager and as much as you and I talk about this thing. It's kind of like the people who own 15 fantasy teams. Like, yes, you're going to win. Yes, you're going to lose because you're going against and for every single possible thing. So you always have something to celebrate as long as you can ignore the crushing defeats on the other side. (laughs) Like this one. (laughs) Like this one. Uh, Well, uh, I got a couple of your thoughts on Monday night, but I wanted to give you a chance because I don't think you've hit the mic as hard as you normally do uh, on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So do you have any other things from your notebook on Monday night that we should get out here for our listeners? Um, Let's see. God, it's like, it's, I almost forget like what happens. I mean, I know what we had the, the Rams offense did not get going. What was the other game on Monday night? Uh, well, we had the Eagles and the Bucks. Oh, the Eagles and the Bucks. Yeah. Baker Mayfield did not get over, uh, you know, this Eagles defense, um, as we've known, has been pretty lights out. Uh, that was probably the best offense that we've seen from the Eagles so far this season. You know what irritates me, though, Toby, is that Jalen Hurts keeps getting credited for these rushing touchdowns. The push-tush is not mm-hmm. running it in. And, and yes, mm-hmm. it is a it is a touchdown. They're like, oh, he's broken all of these records for rushing touchdowns. He gets pushed in, okay? He yeah. gets pushed in. So let's just go ahead and pump the brakes on that. Although the anytime touchdown did hit for you, and that is something that's a moneymaker, but I do take some offense to saying that he is rushing in all of these touchdowns when the reality is he's getting pushed in a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, it's right there in the name, right? Like if his legs aren't running forward and he's not rushing the ball, he's just being shoved forward. It's just like, there should be it, another category, rushing touchdowns and tush push touchdowns. They still I, count as a touchdown, but you didn't run in. I think you're an innovator. I think they ought to implement that right away. So, Katie, for me on Monday night, I think it's uh, I think the takeaway I have is Devonta Smith 
needs to go yeah. back to school and major in drama because hissy fits clearly <laughs> work in Philly. AJ <laughs> Brown gets an incredible 14 uh, targets, uh, an incredible 14 targets. As we called on Monday, they had to feed the big dog, but Smith only gets five. And this is a guy who broke the Eagles record for receptions last season and should be in line for a huge payday any day now. Yet he goes out, does his job and racks up wins rather than headlines. So if I'm his accountant, I'm telling him yeah. to stop watching game film and start watching real housewives reruns to get ready for how this game is apparently played. Where is the justice for him, Katie? Yeah, well, look, I was all over Amonra St. Brown. Uh, or no, excuse me, that's what I'm on today. Whoops. Um, all over AJ Brown. I guess we're talking about two AJ or two Browns here. So it's an easy slip up to make on a on a Tuesday morning or a Wednesday afternoon. Where are we? Who am I? What's happening? Um, but uh, but yeah, he didn't get the touchdown. I had him for a touchdown. But yeah, look, I mean, when you've got really good receivers, sometimes people get fed, some people aren't getting it. Uh, you know, Devonta is gonna have Devonta, excuse me, is gonna have another big game. I mean, you just it's pick your poison with that offense. Well, I might be a little bit jaded because I had adjusted him down to 30 reception yards. And of course, he ended at 28. Oh. I will tell you the other thing, Katie, that I took away from Monday is um, how much I enjoyed the staggered starts, even if it wasn't about what's on the field, just staggering the games and always have something a little bit more compelling no, to flip between. No, it's incredible. You're on the other side of this one. I hate dueling primetime games. First of all, Prime time is an event. It is one game that you have. And maybe it's because I work in sports media and my Mondays are a gauntlet. By the time I get to the end of it, to have I've got two TVs, you know, in my room. I know a lot of people have um YouTube TV that has the split that like helps you, but I don't want dueling primetime games. I want one game that I can focus on. And yes, the the different starts are good because, you know, at the halftime or whatever. But like, no, just leave primetime alone. Let it be the event that it is. And on Sundays, we have, you know, we've got a system. We've got red zone. You got your, you know, your quads, whatever you're used to it. I don't like dueling primetime games. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I, you know, bring bring back, make primetime great again. <laughs> well, finally, finally, something we can disagree on after two shows of <laughs> largely agreeing on things. And I think we've already handicapped the Thursday night game largely the same way. So let's yeah. go ahead and have a fight about this. We all have multiple screens and we have multiple devices and something that everybody's acknowledged themselves with the incredible multi view that you already brought up. The the staggered times. And look, I'll, I'll give you prime time. I'll give you prime time. Let's keep Sunday night. Let's keep Thursday night. Let's keep Monday night. Hell, keep the London name game by itself. But what's sacred <laughs> about the 1 p.m. window? What's sacred about the 4 p.m. window? Window. Like Nothing. NCAA tournament does this in an incredible fashion by mixing up their games. Baseball and basketball do it every single night. It seems okay in college. The world has to split apart because you always can flip between something that's more compelling. And it's incredible to have games at different stages and let the drama play out with a little more space. Besides, Katie, what are we protecting on television? What are we protecting? Like, why won't don't we want just to have more football and more eyeballs on these games? Who's on the other side of this? Forget about like fishing shows on the morning or 60 minutes at night. Give me football every 60 minutes instead give me two games at noon two at one two three four five and give ourselves the true bonanza we all deserve and you're such a powerful media figure it disappoints me i thought you'd be my ally in this and getting it changed well, first of all, if you want football that much, you're going to have to talk to these players because they say all the time it's like getting in a car crash every weekend. So there's just unless look, expand it. Let's let's have every single state and every city have a football team then at that point, which I am not against. Um, but I, I I don't know. I feel like we're good on the amount of games we have right now in uh, in in response for that for the players and, and what they put their bodies through. 
Well, certainly I'm not saying have more car crashes. I'm just saying have two car crashes at a time. And that might not be the 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 uh, headline uh, I want to push out into the world. Like play the same number of games to start them at different times. Come on. Let's all Oh, you mean on the more. Sunday slate starting yes, them at the different Sunday. times. Oh yes. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. That's right. Well, I'm mostly with you. The 1 p.m. slate is hard because there's so many games. Um, but And I do like the London games being at 930. I know it's hard for people on the West Coast, but I, I was formerly a West Coast gal. And so I was used to watching football at 10 a.m. So when it comes, mm-hmm. but now I work on Sunday, so I can't. I'm so sad that I, I'm going to miss the Toy Story game. I am a Disney adult. I'm sure you can see that I've got some uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse ears right here. I've been to every Disney park in the world, um, except, for, uh, except for the one in Paris. Uh, but there's four parks in Asia, obviously a bunch in whatever. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, so I'm bummed because I'll be working during that. But but the 4 p.m. slate, I think maybe they can stagger a little bit better because there isn't as many games. Um, but yeah, I mean, you might be onto something. You might be onto yeah. something. All right, finally, I won you over and you're going to help me make it happen. Come on, Katie. You're on, <laughs> you're on every network all day long. Certainly, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to CBS that. for you. I'll, I'll see what they say. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting somewhere. So one other thing, Katie, I wanted to cover before we give our picks. I can't stop thinking about how much of a true professional you are with your dedication to the NFL. But I have to ask, do you get tempted at all by other sports on an NFL off night? Like I found myself with the NBA, with MLB action last night. And when that wasn't enough, I was dipping into WNBA games. I was looking at Ryder Cup futures, but none of that for you. But it's so fun. Do you ever do it or are you all NFL all the time? Uh, no, I'm I'm NFL and uh, NBA. So I NFL is my number one. NBA is my number two. I'll get into uh, college basketball during March Madness when everybody kind of gets involved with it. Well, first of all, I work in sports too, so I have a a peripheral you know view of everything and know what's going on. But in terms of like betting, I like to bet what I really know and what I really like watching, and that's a- NFL um, and NBA. And I will say that Coach Prime has got me into college football uh, more than I ever have been in my life now of course we're just that's all heart baby right so we were winning the first couple of weeks and we lost big uh last weekend <laughs> so we'll have to see how that goes against at USC but I only bet what I what I like to watch and I know that there's some people and like you it's like if you're just always kind of itching for action and you know during the pandemic people were watching ping pong in China or, or whatever and betting on that but no no I, I don't get that degenerate with it I just bet what I know all right. Well, that's why you can afford to go to every Disney park in the world while I'm sweating out a fifth assist in the fourth quarter of a WNBA game last night. So you're doing this better than me. Well, Let's NBA you- or WNBA, though, has been um, pretty exciting to watch. And I'm, I'm glad that it's getting more media attention because I do think that these female athletes are incredible. And there's a lot of really big stars right now. And they just needed a little bit of media attention and the games to be available for people to get involved. And I do feel like the WNBA has been has been a fun one. Yeah, amen to that. I am happy to lose money on women's sports, just like I'm happy to lose money on men's sports. <laughs> Equality for all, Katie. It's the first step. Uh, all right. Well, let's see if we can lose some money on these game, this game coming up on Thursday night and the MLB action when we give out our picks right after this break. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back 
as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 stop licensed through horseshoe bossier city and harris new orleans massachusetts call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia If you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, gave Caesar some love there. Let's give him some more love by giving them some action, Katie. And I am going to start with our heart pick where we're just going off our gut. First thing that we see that we kind of like, I am going with the under on Hmm. the Lions-Packers game, under 46 at minus 110. And Katie, when in doubt, I fall back on one of my mottos, overs make friends, unders make money. We all want this to be a shootout, which is precisely why I think we are in for a disappointment. Both of these quarterbacks are getting a lot of praise, but it's against their own modest standards. Nobody expects them to be Mahomes, and they're worried they could be Zach Wilson instead. So when they manage to jump over the bar, laying on the floor, everyone praises their vertical. I'm very familiar with this personally as I spend most of my time on the show lowering expectations by giving out lousy picks so that when I do go 13 and two against the spread, like I did last weekend, people look at me <laughs> like I've suddenly turned into rain, man. It's all strategy, baby. This is the fourth <laughs> highest line of the entire weekend for an outdoor primetime night game on a short week with two average quarterbacks. I can see a more grinded out field goal fest here and have too many threes. I'm sorry. Too many sevens become threes. It is winning time for me. How do you see this game? Well, first of all, I, I like this. Um, I like this under as well. I mean, primetime games, Thursday night games, short weeks, those all trend towards the under. Um, and also, you know, the under has hit um, more times than not against these two teams, divisional matchups as well. So 
we see a lot of sloppy ball on Thursday uh, night. So I like this under. So I, I like that with you. Um, for my heart, uh, I'm taking Green Bay money line. It's at even money. And look, this is all signs point to Detroit here, guys. All right. All signs point to Detroit. I mean, it's close to a pick. I believe the line is like one and a half at this point. Yeah. But Detroit has the better roster. You know, they can light up a scoreboard. They got Dan Campbell biting off kneecaps. Uh, and the Lions also prevented the Packers from clinching a playoff spot last year. And I believe they went 2-0 and against the Packers last year for the first time. I don't know, maybe ever. Um but I'm not overly impressed with this Lions team, all right? They didn't beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City beat themselves, okay? That's what happened there. Specifically, Kadarius Toney uh, with all of his drops and the pick six and whatnot. So, you know, the Lions lost at home to the Seahawks as four and a half point favorites. You know, I'm really feeling the love for Jordan Love here, right? Last week against Atlanta, he rallied for 18 uh, points up to the 17. They were down 17 and 0 going into the fourth quarter. So Lambo, I, I, I lean towards Lambo being um, a home winner every single time because that is a very, very special place. These fans are going to be hungry. They want revenge from last year's um, final game of the season. And the Lions actually haven't been favored over the Packers at Lambo since 1986. So Hart, Green Bay money line, even money against my better judgment that I think that, you know, the Lions probably won this game. And they're barely getting favored now. I just checked it on yeah. Caesars. It's been bet down, Katie. I think even since this morning, it's down to one point instead of one and a half. So you get rid of the hook. And at that Virtual point, pick you, you, yeah, at that point, you might as well take the money line, right? Like I'd rather have the plus 105 than the minus 110. Yes. It doesn't seem like that big a difference, but it adds up over time versus yeah. just having this like strange protection in a one point game. The only time I've been burned by the one point, I think, is in the NBA. It's happened to me before where I took the one point. And yeah. Should have taken the money line. Well, yeah. I got burned on him on the Orioles last night, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, less likely to happen in the NFL with all the, the points and the giant totals. Uh, so speaking of giant totals, this one does not seem giant enough to me, Katie, for my head pick, digging into the numbers. I am going with Sam Laporta over four and a half receptions at plus one eighteen, and I think Wait. you might you might be doing. Oh, the we same have the same thing. one. We have oh, the same I, one oh for my the God. first time. First time in show history, we have the exact same pick. So I'll give my reasons, and then you can okay. pile on and give give the even better one. I must have missed that. Sorry. I okay. Keep That's keep okay. going. Yeah. So uh, I'm just continuing on my game script here. I've written in my head as tight ends benefit from games without as many big plays, and I'm not expecting as many big plays tonight. Plus, if you really dig in, you'll see that Laporta has gone over four and a half receptions in each of his first three games, and his targets have increased each and every week. Caught eight balls on 11 targets last week, snagging every. Everything thrown his way with 18 receptions on 22 targets on the year. On the other side of the ball, Katie, the Packers have seen tight ends heavily targeted against their defensive scheme, conceding 24 targets to the position the first three weeks, yielding 15 receptions. Laporta is arguably the number one, uh, sorry, the number two receiver in Detroit already on the field for 80% of snaps. If he had a funnier name like Puka, he'd be getting a lot more attention. Mm -hmm. So give me Snooky Laporta here on the plus number. Yeah, I saw it at 116. Uh, oh, well, maybe it's 118 on Caesar. So definitely go ahead and take that. Caesar. And literally for all the same reasons um, that you just laid out. Obviously, I got burned by Puka on Monday. So looking outside of uh, top receivers here and going the tight end route. And, you know, anyone that has followed me for a while, tight end props are my favorite thing um, to bet. But just like you said, uh, you know, Green Bay has been getting burned um, by tight ends. They've given up a lot to them. And Laporta's had over this um, in all of his games this year, even up to eight. So yeah, riding with you on that one. 
There you go. We looked at 70, 80 options and we landed on the exact same one. Make of that what you will at home, my friends. Uh, on the heater side, I got a leadoff homer from the Orioles last night and then absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. They win 1-0 and do not cover my 1.5 run line, unfortunately, even though they got the W. Although, Katie, I, I, I know you weren't watching because you're not a, um, so much into baseball, but they tried to steal home with two outs in the eighth which would have covered my line for me. And you want to talk about oh. a top five way to cover an attempted steal of home in the last out of the home, uh, home team is about as exciting as it gets. So at least I got something for my money. And then as we talked about either uh, earlier, both of us went down with the ship on Puka as I tailed yeah. you and the Puka party ended early. Um, so I know you are going to have Puka again on Sunday. We could talk about yeah. that more on Friday. I like mine yeah. tonight. Again, the O's have the Nats. They continue to fight off the Rays. They also need to honor Brooks Robinson, a true legend in Baltimore. And along with Cal Ripken, the player I most wanted to be like growing up in the area. I honor his memory by never trying to do what he did again. As his fielding at the hot corner was beyond reproach. And he was a complete le legend. Having spent 23 years with the same team, a team that a concept that seems so foreign now katie with the way players move and seems all sports 23 years with the same team passed away yesterday r.i.p complete legend do you even imagine like who do you think there's a single guy in all professional sports that'll break 20 years with the same team like in the no. anybody active right now do you think anybody will play 20 years with the same team in any sport no how long how long was tom brady with the patriots uh, oh, had to be short of 20 though, right? Because yeah. he moved to the Bucks when he was 42 or 41. So what, 18 years, I believe. With 18 the, years. The yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think, no, I mean, I, I'm, it's, I'm trying to think of who's been with the same, like maybe a Steph Curry, but I don't think he's going to play for 20 years. Um, no, I don't. It's wild. So it's, yeah. it's crazy when guys like this pass through this big a legend and you see those stats, you just realize how much has changed. Not just, you know, kind of on the field, but uh, off the field as well. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Producer Brett says, internet says 20 seasons for Brady. I thought it was oh, 20. I thought right. it was 20. Yeah. Go, so, Brett. okay. So, so Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, I guess Mahomes. Mahomes, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if, I, they stay, if they stay healthy. It has to be a quarterback, I guess, particularly as, as the longevity gets. Like, I don't think it's going to happen to any NBA player besides maybe Curry. And Curry's the last of a, an ending breed with the loyalty that he showed to the Warriors. Yes. And baseball, I mean, forget about it. Like, yeah. yes, they, they might play 20 years because they get contracts that are 20 years long, but yeah. they're all moving around as much as they can. So yeah. give it up for Brooks. Uh, all right. So on the cred pick, I am going, I'm staying in baseball, Katie, which I know isn't your favorite, but I'm going to try to tempt you <laughs> with Jose like, Barrios. <laughs> I know right over the head. I'm going to try to tempt you though. I'm going to try to tempt okay. you. Jose Barrios over 15.5 outs is minus 129. And it's what I'm going to put two units on. Now, Jose Barrios has gotten at least in 16 outs in nine of his last 10 starts and 26 out of 31 on the season. He's very consistent, very rarely gets chased early. And the Jays are to depending on him to protect their two game wildcard lead against Garrett Cole, the likely Cy Young winner in the AL. I'm of the belief, Katie, that both sides, when it comes down to an ace matchup for pitching, elevate their game. And it's not like he has to hit against Cole. He gets to pitch against their lousy teammates. You'll like this, even without following them. The Yankees and their $280 million payroll, $280 million on the season, have the second lowest batting average in the entire league. If you're oh. curious, the only team below them is the Oakland A's, who have a oh. $70 million payroll. So they yeah. have spent $210 million extra dollars 
to bat .002 more than the Oakland A's. Money well spent. I hope to have a little bit more money to spend here after Barrios mows them down 16 times. The cash is my bet. The Yankees truly suck. And I'm really sad. I only have a few more games to fade them. So I couldn't resist doing it here. Yeah, well, how about the Mets? The Mets were what, the most expensive team, and they were uh, just as bad. I'm going to go um, Jared Goff interception. Yes, it's at plus 112. Two interceptions this year, both against NFC teams. Apparently, he had gone 308 or 315 games uh, without throwing a pick. Well, those days are over, Jared mm-hmm. Goff. And trust me, I still remember when you were in college, and you threw five picks in one game. And I remember 2018 versus the Bears when you threw four picks in one game. So, yes, you, you congratulations on 315 days. A lot of those weren't in the football season, so I don't even know why we're, we're attacking that. <laughs> but uh, the Packers hurried both um, Fields and Desmond Ritter each to throwing a pick. They couldn't get to Derek Carr um, last week, but he has thrown a pick in 50% of games versus the Packers as a member of the Lions. It's going to be loud at Lambeau. It's a revenge spot um, for these fans and for the Packers. I think, you know, the crowd can cause some confusions here. He'll get hurried and uh, he'll throw a pick. And that's at plus 112. That is a weird stat, the days, right? Like everybody goes about 240 days without throwing a pick. So why are we telling it this way? It's the whole league. Yeah, like congrats. Congrats on <laughs> half of the year not being the football season, you know? <laughs> well, congrats on the slate of picks. I really like yours quite a bit. Uh, let's go ahead and take our last break, give our sponsors a little bit more love. We'll do Second Guest Express, and we'll also do our tail and fail for the day. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Okay, we are back and we have our second guest express, the one that we researched and decided not to give out as well as we're going to both do our tail and fail this time. And Katie, I'm going to throw it over to you to give both of your picks first. Uh, sure. Well, I'll tail your under because I'm already riding on that. Plus, we have the same <laughs> tight end prop. So we're, we're already tailing on that one. Um, right. And then for my extra, I'm taking a Monra State Brown over 72 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. And this is just me getting burned by Puka. That's the only reason why I'm not firing on this one, because he's at over 75 and a half receiving yards in back to back games. In fact, he's at over 100 receiving yards in back to back game, 102 versus um, the Seahawks, 102. Oh, yeah, 102, actually, in both of them versus the Seahawks and Atlanta. Uh, I lean to this game going under. That's why I'm I'm tailing it with you. So I feel like 
maybe he's not going to be scoring a lot, but I do think he's going to get over on his uh, receiving yard. So I just got burned by Puka, so I'm, I'm afraid to pull the trigger. All right, I'm terrified of how much we're seeing this game the same way. That continues with my second guess express, Katie, because you inspired me with your pick on Monday, which cashed so easily as your nemesis Stafford threw ball yes. after ball up for grabs again and again and again. I know. It's why well, was not one of my actual picks. I knew I knew better. That's the whole power of the second guess express. You had put it in there. He suddenly would have turned into prime Joe Montana with his ball security. (laughs) So I'm going with his trade twin here as golf hasn't been great on the road or in primetime games recently. He's been under his 1.5 TD line and 11 of his last 12 on the road. And he has picks in nine of his last 12 in primetime. So while normally I'd have to choose between these two props, you've done me a favor here and I can go with both of them. As Sheck says, (laughs) I get to have cake and some pie. So I'm going to tail your cred pick of the interception for golf. And for my second guest express, I will go with the under 1.5 passing yards. I'm sorry, 1.5. I think he'll clear the 1.5 passing yards. The 1.5 passing <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, he'd have to go full Aaron Rodgers on us to not hit that prop. Yeah, so that, would, that nicely, would be bad for the Amonra St. Brown uh, <laughs> receiving yards. <laughs> that would be bad. Pairs nicely with the under. When we saw the game the exact same way, which will I admit, being this much in lockstep, scares the heck out of me and should scare you even more. Are you sure you want, don't want to start this whole show over and disagree with me after listening to me for two straight shows. No, because you're beating me. Fair enough. You are a girl who follows the numbers. The numbers don't lie on that one. So finally had a nice day on Monday. Try to have another nice day today. And Katie, before we go, why don't you remind everybody where they can listen to you between now and when you come back to pay this off on Friday. Uh, so Thursday, I have uh, my Moxie Bets podcast, which is on ESPN's YouTube channel and anywhere that you get your podcast, the Pick Six podcast. It's our pick show. So it's me, Will Brinson, um, and then a couple of our really sharp guys from Sportsline, Prop Stars, um, Alex Selznick, and also RJ White. And we go through the whole slate of games on Sunday and give um, picks for that. And then uh, we are on CBS Sports HQ on Thursday as well from 7 p.m. Um, all the way up until kickoff with our primetime pregame coverage. Awesome. Well, here at the Extra Points Network, we have uh, the money now. The money grab feed is now covered. I'm sorry, has now converted into covered in glory. So, if you already subscribed to it to listen to my and Brett's soccer takes, please stay on, as that's where <laughs> it will live going forward. While waiver wired and um, and Lemon Pepper Parlay are now on their own feeds, so makes it easier for you to find each show, make it a little less confusing. We're happy that we split them up. And please go listen to both those shows this week. Covered in Glory has a Kansas City boy giving his take on the entire Swift uh, Taylor Swift situation, which mm-hmm. you don't want to miss. Uh, we were talking a little bit about that before the show came on, Katie. You want to give your opinion on all the, uh, you know, kind of chatter on Twitter that she should be the ones playing the calling the plays in Kansas City? Well, first of all, I absolutely love them together. I think it's amazing. And I think it's also ridiculous that anyone thinks that that Taylor is getting some kind of lift from the NFL or draining. Travis Kelsey, as much as us football people know and love him, he is unknown to the global society until Sunday. And now everybody knows who he is. He's had 325,000 followers. He's, you know, now he's got like 3 million or something all from him. His jersey sales up 400%. Like, it's just ridiculous. But it's good for football. You know, there was a 63% jump in women from 18 to 49. You absolutely love to see it. You know, I hope their relationship continues. But if not, I hope this just gets 
women more involved in watching football and learning about football um, and betting on football. And so I think it's, it's great for the sport. And yeah, I mean, if, if the Swifties are calling the plays, then it's going to be give Travis Kelsey the ball, which is pretty much the game plan anyway. So I don't think we'll see much of a change. <laughs> let them do it. I say let them do it. Come on. It'll be more fun for everybody. Uh, all right. We'll be back with a little bit more fun for us and for you on Friday as we settle up on our contest. Until then, I hope you enjoy the end of the baseball season, the Thursday night game, and all the other action that you are getting down on. Take care, everyone. <laughs>